Hey, this is Laura. And Steven. And this is our podcast, Midday Musings, where we take our lunch break to talk about the things that are on our mind. Today, we're discussing red and white flags in relationships with the help of Grim Rabbit Games' Red Flags Game of Terrible Dates. Let's get into it. Hey there, Stephen. Happy lunch break. Hi, Laura. Happy lunch fest to you as well. Thank you. It is an excellent lunch fest on this fine lunch. I thought so. You know, lunch break is fine, but what if it was a lunch fest? What if it was just way more than that? Like a, like a feast. Happy lunch feast to thee. Yes, yeah. I like the idea of a lunch feast. I don't know that it's sustainable mm. over periods of time, but a once-in-a-while lunch feast? Excellent. Gorgeous. No notes. Laura, this is America. We don't do sustainable. We go big as long as we can, and then we go, all right, this is someone else's problem now. <laughs> oh, oh, the negative externalities oh, of our ambition. Oh, Ooh. oh. Anyway... Oh, uh, social you? commentary. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Getting hot right off the press. Oh, boy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Anyway, what you got in store for me today? I see you shuffling some cards over there. I, think. I am shuffling some cards. Yeah. I was thinking that for the joy of everyone listening and recording, I might pull out a couple more cards from the Red Flags Game of Terrible Dates, the white cards and the red flag cards, and discuss them because relationships, right? I love it. They I determine, it. yeah, relationships. They determine the, the quality of your life. You want them. You have them. You can assess them. <laughs> would you like some white cards? I would love some white cards. And you know, I haven't been on a date. Well, you know, like a date to get to know someone to potentially date them in like 10 years. But I do like hearing about people's terrible dates. So I'm, I'm a fan of it. Yeah. I Okay. So I read this game less as a less as being about dates and more as being about potential partners. And that's what I love. I love assessing the qualities of potential partnership. So the white cards, they represent good things, things that the creators of this game, Grim Rabbit Games, believe you would find positive. And we're going to talk about whether or not we find them positive. I'm going to give you... Well, I'm going to give you five cards. All right. Five nice little cards. Thank you for these five nice little cards. I mean, I, I'll be the one to assess whether they're nice or not. We'll see. We'll indeed. See. Indeed. Can I look at them? Of course. Okay, perfect. I'm looking at them now. Oh, oh these yeah. are great. Okay, so the central conceit of the game is this. Someone puts down a white card, and then other members of the game put down red flag cards to undermine the positive quality on the white card. And you have to determine, as the individual who put down the white card, whether or not you would date this person, even with the red flags. So I've given Stephen five white cards, and I've given myself five white cards. I am now going to distribute seven red flags, and we'll discuss whether or not they're red flags or whether or not they're just fine. Fantastic. I already have a really good idea <sighs> looking at these, which ones I think of these white flags are actually white flags and which ones are massive red flags even though technically they're in the white flags category yeah Ooh. ooh okay oh no these red flags are pretty bad they're always so bad they're like surprisingly bad they're like yeah, cards they're... against humanity bad i feel very strongly that red flags was inspired by cards against humanity because the structure the game mechanics are so similar um but it's such a good game i would i would see every version of this mechanic played out um and listeners let us know what you believe to be the worst red flags 
or a single positive attribute that is completely impervious to red mm. flags. Something Ooh. so good, it cannot be red flag. The Superman of white flags, where no matter what you throw at it, it is bulletproof. The only thing that can kill it is kryptonite. Good, good. All right, so looking at mine, I'm assuming this is how we're Ooh, doing this. I actually, I found some that I got last time. Oh, you did? I think I have a whole new batch of cards, so I'm just gonna tell you what I've got on my white cards, and I'm gonna give you a couple of them that I strongly resonate with, where I'm like this, this is a this is a good one. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to give you one or two where I'm like, this is, why is this a white flag? This is a total red flag. Talk to me. So Tell me. The first one, and this one is a no-brainer, loves video games. Come oh, on. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know this about me. Oh, yeah. You, you know this about me. You love video games. Yeah. And if you've listened to at least a couple of episodes of our podcast, you also know that I love video games. So this one's kind of a no-brainer. Loves video games. If they don't, it's kind of a problem, honestly. Not not loves, but if they don't tolerate me playing a lot of video games, it could be challenging. We just yeah. don't have as much in common. Yeah. No, I see that. I see that. I've got a white flag here that I, I concur is a white flag. So it's YouTube celebrity. Oh, Oh, that's a white flag. Yeah. That's a white flag. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, it's a big white flag because it means that instinct towards entertainment and showmanship, love that in a human being. Also, it could be Adrian Mishler of Yoga with Adrian, yeah. <laughs> the whitest of flags. Right. And as I mentioned, when I played this with, uh, with other people, I played that one as a potential white card and they were like, no, that is a total red flag. A couple people said that that is a total red flag, unless... It's Adrian Mishler from Yoga with Adrian, who oh, yeah. everyone loves. Everyone loves. Everyone does. Yeah. She's she's an objective good. Uh, Yoga with Adrian is an objective good. I don't know. I like you. The idea of YouTube celebrity, like it's the passive income. It's the instinct towards content creation. Um, they're probably going to be interesting to talk to, and they can undoubtedly carry a conversation. Oh yeah, I'm sure they can carry Dude, several at once. What if they're that guy who's like doing a stand in? program for your dad so he'll like tell you how to do basic things around the house i forget his name oh i don't know but i love that idea yeah anyway he's a middle-aged man who tells people whoever are searching on on youtube how to perform basic maintenance functions in your house just in case your dad didn't teach you to do it yeah and you know what as someone who grew up without that kind of exposure without that experience like a, without a dad experience without experience of having a dad, that would be really helpful. Really right. helpful. Right. You know? Healing, because maybe. Sometimes I'll just call people and go, how do you, how does like caulking your bathroom work? How do, how do you fix this? What, where is the sewage pump? How do I address it? I don't know. Please help me. This is like, I'm definitely fully an adult in so many ways, but some of the basic like handyman type dad things, I am solidly five years old and I mm -hmm. need an adult. Yeah. So yes, I'm, I'm a fan of that. And also a fan of like, again, just going back to the YouTube celebrity, because you don't need to know how to do it. They just can, with their celebrity money, can take care of your problem. So no one has to worry about it. It's great. Mm -hmm. Okay. So another one I have on here is actually, this is, this uh, goes aligned with your YouTube celebrity one. You'll never have to work while you date them. Yeah. Hmm. Because here's the thing. I love to work, but yeah. I would love to not have to work. I would love for work to just be the the thing, the icing on the capitalist cake. You know, that's that's what you want, right? To be able to work and have whatever you do for work be like your bonus money. And with the YouTube celebrity, 
boom, you're good. You don't have to work. Yeah, baby, you yeah. become a YouTube celebrity by association, yeah. and then you have your own passive income stream. Yeah, because you have the time. Hardly passive. Passive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, YouTube celebrity and Twitch celebrities by by extension are very active income. My understanding from Twitch streamers that I'm familiar with is that in order to get a significant following consistently, you need to be streaming like 11, 10 to 11 hours a day, five to seven days a week. That may have changed since, but that sounds like what they what they had to target in order to get close to celebrities. So yeah, entertainers work hard. It's a very active income and I've dropped all of my cards. Oh, oh no. no. Oh no, hold on. Okay, Chaos. let me, um, let me throw a red card do it into the mix okay this red card is zero percent sexually attractive to you oh no oh no zero percent sexually attractive to you that's oh that's a problem it is a problem if they're asexual it's not a problem like paris hilton describes herself as asexual she and does I, she does i know right and i think that could work i think zero percent sexually attractive to you while being asexual could work. Wait, so sorry. I dropped my cards and I everything fell apart. So that's one of the red flags. That's that a red like, flag. That you're like, this that's a red flag, flag. I could I could overcome in certain circumstances. Is it sexually attractive to you? Oh, to you. Yeah, you oh, don't find them sexually attractive. I see, I see. Not you are 0% sexually attractive to them because that's another one. That's actually another red flag I could get past because I enjoy a challenge. You know, <laughs> you're like, you know what? You may not think you're attracted to me, but I will make it work. I it's will... like, oh, sir and or madam, you have given me a challenge. <laughs> right? And what you don't know is that I never back down <laughs> from a challenge. You know who else would probably really enjoy? Oh, actually, I have a, ne a next red flag that is totally that thing. Oh, do it. Thinks you're ugly. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. You know who would really love having a partner that is 0% sexually attracted to them? Hmm. Liz Lemon from 30 Rock, obviously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would perfectly work. Yeah, she's like, you know what? If we could just not do anything physical, if we could just not have sex more than once a week, that'd be great. Every two weeks, awesome. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so what do I have for red flags here? I've got a couple things here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a big one. All right, so this is this is kind of a deal breaker. I think there's really no way around this because of the implications. Owes the government one million dollars not ten thousand not fifty thousand not five thousand not five hundred dollars that they're paying off one million dollars because not only are they in obscene amounts of debt but it's to the government which means that they could literally just be taken away at a moment's notice oh yeah the government will collect yeah yeah. Like consumer debt is one thing, but... Yeah, they'll take away whatever money you have left. And then if you owe them a significant amount of money, maybe you just go to jail. Maybe they just, you either go bankrupt and or go to jail. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, that's a rough one. Yeah. Okay, so another red flag I want to talk about has two other spouses. And Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it's not clear whether or not you are aware that they have two other spouses. Just that they have two other spouses. And... How do you feel about polyandry? You know what? I'm totally okay with it for someone else. Mm. But as far as for me, it's one partner is already, it takes a lot of time and effort to really treat them the right way, you mm -hmm. know? And I, I'm a bit of a, a, a perfectionist. Uh -huh. You know, I like to really put a lot of time and effort and focus onto one thing or one person mm -hmm. and just, you know, 
make them feel as special as I possibly can or make the thing that I'm working on be as good as it possibly can be. I would just be feeling like I was giving 50 to 30% effort all the time. And I think the results would show, you know, it's, I think it's, it's hard to keep two people. It is a challenge to keep one person uh, content with all of the other things you have to do. Imagine trying to keep two people content or three that seems like you're just setting yourself up for failure. You know, like you wouldn't have time to do anything else and they would always feel like they're never getting enough from you. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It does sound like an excellent situation if you want to concentrate well or mm. if you're Liz Lemon and you don't want all of that attention. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that for the person who has three spouses, it is likely that they're going to they're gonna feel like they don't have enough to give to those three different people. If you're one of the three spouses and you don't want a lot of attention, that's probably a perfect situation. Oh, that's how I interpreted the red flag. Mm. Has two other spouses. So they, the individual, would you make you the third spouse. Oh my gosh. You know, I was totally interpreting that the other way. You know what? In that, in that case, maybe, maybe. Because you wouldn't have to put in as much effort, but you also might get jealous a lot, you know? Unless you got really in good with the other spouses. I don't know. This one's a tough one. I have mixed feelings about polyamory. Or what do you call it? Poly... Uh, I said polyandry because polyandry. that means having multiple husbands, mm. of which you would be one. Mm. Polygamy is having multiple wives. And polyamory is having multiple partners. Yeah. And, you know, maybe these people that are dating a lot of people at once, maybe they just have a lot a lot of love to give. And that's fine. That's, that works that's for them. what I assume it is. That works for me. Yeah, so uh, one of my other red flags is, in keeping with my theme of 0% sexually attractive to you, <laughs> thinks you're ugly, this one is a 60-year-old virgin. Oh, wow. Which, okay. again, I feel like yeah. my red flags should be called the asexual list, <laughs> um, which I would be fine with. Wait, so is this a red flag that you could work around, you could work with? Or is this a red flag where you believe well, this is strongly a red flag? I think these are red flags... If they're not asexual, but if they are asexual, they're perfectly fine. Oh, right. So in this scenario, it's like for an asexual, this is perfect. But for maybe for you or for someone who has any sort of libido, that may be a challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, I can I can show off with another white flag because I have one that I really want to talk about. This white flag is is royalty. So the individual that you are potentially in a relationship mm -hmm. is royalty. Yeah. And this is unacceptable. <laughs> that they are royalty? Me. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is no good at all. I adamantly oppose the whole institution that is monarchy. And the only reason I would date this person is to destroy it from within. Oh, jeez. Like, I want to Meghan Markle this thing. <laughs> oh, is that um, what she's doing? That makes a lot of sense. That that's, makes a lot of sense. That's what yeah. I hope she's doing. Like... Probably the correct read is that she wanted to marry a prince and have a beautiful, like, princess life or whatever. I don't know what that fantasy is about. Isn't that but every American girl's dream to be a princess? Maybe it is every American girl's dream to be a princess because they've never lived under monarchy and they don't understand how awful it is for <laughs> both the people who experience it personally and those who are subject to it. But yeah, so is royalty... Only for the revolution would I enter into this relationship <laughs> and only to slowly like moth eat the institutions out from under them. Mm, nom, nom, nom. They're just going to eat the, the royal cloth out from under them, remove it from their shoulders, bite by mothy bite. Yeah, just to, <laughs> to systematically plant 
things in Buckingham Palace, maybe recording devices to disrupt. You're, yeah, you're interested in you being a spy or a rebel undermining the royal family. You would be into that. Yeah, like, I could no. Guy Fox this. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I am not surprised at all. The second I saw that, I was like, oh, she's going to have some spicy thoughts about that. Because we, we all know your your feelings about royalty and about oh, the yes. existence of it. I'm, I'm an anti-monarchist, a Republican, if you will, in the context of monarchy. Yes, yes. A Republican, not in the American political sense, but in the sense that you are anti-monarchy. In the, in the governmental structure sense, in, in the representative republic sense. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No kings. Okay, so... Never. No kings, but what about... What if they snort dirt and they really want you to try it? You know what's really interesting? But like clean dirt. Yeah, no. Um, so it's probably a no for me, but what's really interesting... <laughs> That's a no for me, bro. <laughs> What's That's really a no interesting. for me now. <laughs> no, tell me, tell me. Okay, so in European and Eurasian folk medicine, mm -hmm. eating soil while you're pregnant actually is supposed to give you vile nutrients. Blurg. Yeah. Blurg. So um, it's a it's a folk medicine thing where, you know, you you eat the richness, the rich dirt, mm. and intake the the micronutrients uh, as a sort mm. of prenatal vitamin. Earthy. Right. That sounds delicious mm -hmm. yeah humeric medicine is fascinating oh, guys it's it's something I, I fascinating sure but delicious not so much not mm -hmm. so much dirt just dirt. eating dirt yeah so that was a joke card for me i didn't think there'd be a situation where anyone's actually eating dirt but apparently that was a thing in humeric medicine i i don't cool. think you get the same nutritional outcome from snorting it so the snorting is strange. But see, Laura, the dirt is very, it's very pure. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's single batch organic dirt. There's some very good soil. There are soil dealers, dude. Farmed from a local dirtery farm. Oh, dude. Okay. So I have another red flag. Ooh, tell me. It is sold your pets on Craigslist. Oh. To oh. be closely followed by me selling their body parts on Craigslist. That's, I... I'm a bit of a forever pet owner. Yeah. You know? It's okay. Here's my tiny rant about pets. I know that having a pet is not the same as having a child. It is apples to oranges, right? But the love that one gives to a pet or a child for the people who, who have a child or own a, or have a pet, it's similar. Like those who have either give them a ton of love and the idea of someone that would have someone an animal that they love in their house that much and just go, you know what? I'm just going to give it away. Not just to a friend, not to a relative that they know would take care of, but on Craigslist. Jeez. Like that's, that is some serial killer behavior or yeah. maybe not serial killer, but that is some reckless, careless yeah, behavior. That's, that's sociopathic to psychopathic behavior. Yeah. Like don't do that. Don't do that. Don't get a pet if you can't afford to, to keep it or if you don't have well, the time for it. That's the thing. They're not selling their pets. They're selling your pets. Oh, they're selling my pets. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. As a response to them selling your pets, you, yeah. Selling their body parts is a total. Yeah. Hans Gruber has response. something to say about that. You're going to catch their hands yeah. after they catch your hands. Sell their hands. Yeah. Another <laughs> uh, red flag that is an absolute red flag for me is, is six years old. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But guess what? If you were a princess, 
you could be given at six years old to a foreign court. What's a delightful and not terrifying fact. Yeah, you could be ripped from your parents, Ugh. placed in, a, in an area where you do not speak the language Mm-mm. and have no connection to anyone, no. and be raised up for the purpose of marrying someone you just met. I know, no me gusta. But yeah, keep uh-huh. up with that princess fantasy, guys. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound... Oof. You know, when you put it in historical context, it really just takes the wind out of that sail. I would love to hear you in real life get into a discussion about the princess fantasy with people, with women in real life. I would love to just see how that goes. I want to see their face. I want to see the argument you take. I just want to see that whole thing unravel. Oh, yeah. Well, I am available for interviews uh, on a podcast that might want to discuss that. Do you have a podcast where you discuss female fantasies or... There must be a podcast called Princess Treatment, right? Oh, there absolutely is. There absolutely Dear is. Dear hosts of Princess Treatment, I would love to come on and argue a counterpoint. That sounds delightful. Yeah, if you're out there, you have a podcast about the princess experience, the princess fantasy in America. Yeah, that seems like it'd be a lot of fun to watch. Dude, I, I, want, I want to break the chains yeah. of American women from this strange fantasy yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Oh, oh, okay, so I got a white card. Mm-hmm. And this is a white card. I don't know why it's a white card. Okay. Because for me, you're not going to be surprised. This is a red card. Professional wrestler. And here's why. Yeah. Sweaty. Too big. <laughs> so sweaty. So sweaty. So loud. So loud. So sweaty. Just like if you live in a small place, they're not going to be able to fit into it because they're just so big. They're so big, they're so loud that they, if they're not, when they're not wrestling, they're practicing by breaking chairs. All of your furniture is going to be broken. They're consuming 5,000 calories a day. They're gonna, your fridge is empty. They're going to bankrupt you. And the precision of food that they need, so much food. You know, it's just, it's too, it's so much. It's too much. I love professional wrestlers. Mm-hmm. John Cena is amazing. I love him as a celebrity, as a wrestler. The Rock, amazing. I love him as a celebrity, again, as a wrestler. But being in a relationship with a professional wrestler just seems like it would be a lot. It would just be too much. Like, if you if you drove a small car, they couldn't fit into it. No. They couldn't fit in it, you, you know? You need a bigger car. Yeah, you need to get a... You would need to get a bigger car and a bigger house just to fit them. Anyway, so that's why, yeah. from my perspective, professional wrestler is a bit of a red flag. Yeah. Yeah, I have a white flag that I feel is a white flag. Volunteers with elderly people. Aww. That is both sweet and practical because they're going to know what's coming up ahead, right? As you age. That's true. That's true. They're going to have systems in place to entertain, to support. I think everyone should spend some time with the elderly. Out of the goodness of your heart, you should absolutely be around your elders. But also, they have an enormous wisdom to impart, not the least of which is what you should expect as you slowly shrink into old age (laughs) it is interesting that as people get older sometimes they literally do just get smaller and smaller oh yeah you lose bone density and muscle density you know what else is awesome and a very good thing to Mm -hmm. do and i think a very positive white card animal shelter volunteer oh yeah. yeah 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 just like the elderly can teach us something I think animals can teach us something too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And caring for someone or some creature that is in a precarious situation is maybe recently, you know, given up. Maybe their owner passed away or their companion is no longer able to take care of them and they've given them away. 
uh, because they had to. And for you to come in and just take care of them, that is just a really good thing. A really good thing to take care of them while that you shepherd yeah. them into a new life. Animals yeah. are excellent. You mm-hmm. should spend as much time with them as humanly possible. Okay, I'm going to give us one last red flag okay. that I'm going to regard as a white flag, Ooh. which is live tweets your entire date. Oh. Why is that a white flag? Because I love feedback. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> so so you, you can just find them after the fact, find their Twitter afterwards and go, oh, okay, so that's, that's how they feel about yeah, that. Yeah, no wondering to yourself, how did this go? Yeah, you just know. You just know. If it's bad, maybe you check their Twitter. Maybe you check their Twitter while you're in the bathroom. Like, oh, this is, okay, it's time to go. They're not having a good time. I'm on the fence. Let's just get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Clear communication, even to, like, the anonymous public. You like feedback. I do like, like feedback. feedback. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I like feedback too. The, mm-hmm. As I've gotten older, I really have begun to enjoy feedback more because otherwise you're just out here doing the best you can and you have no idea if you're moving in the right direction or not. You're just like, uh, <laughs> is this right? But you know who is moving in the right direction? Who? Our listeners. Yes. Because they spent their lunch break with us. They are. Thank you, dear listeners, as usual, for hanging out with us as we hung out and talk about some of these red cards and some of these white cards. Always fun to go through them. Yeah. Share share your reddest flags in the comments. As always, a delight to speak with you. Yeah. And if you liked what you hear, leave us a five star and follow us. We'd love to both hear from you, hear your thoughts. Let us know what you thought. And also, if you have a podcast or you have your inexperience with the Red Flags card game and you want to share it, please let us know. We'd be happy to cross-promote you. Have a great day, guys. Have a great day. Catch you next lunch break. Bye. This has been Steven. And Laura. Thanks for tuning in to Midday Musings, the podcast where we talk about all the things on our mind. Be sure to follow us on Spotify and jump into the conversation in our polls and Q&As. We would love to hear from you. Catch you next lunch break.